You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. And I'm Shahab Zagari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency. So... You may uh, you may actually be following me, Shahab, at Forbes, where I write columns about mobile. Of course. Perhaps. Of course. Okay. So in one of my more popular guest columns over at Forbes, I point out the massive, and I mean massive, trend uh, and growth in mobile video. And uh, in it, I compare it to the mobile analyst authority, and I'm a huge fan of Benedict Evans, who says, mobile is eating the world. Well, if mobile is eating the world, then mobile video is crushing it. And we have reams of research that tell us video already accounts for the vast majority of shares across social media networks. And here's one for you, Shahab. Take a guess at how much video we're going to have by the year 2020. 20, well, it's probably going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. You, so, uh, just based but, on how much we have now. Exactly. So we have, and this is my favorite one, we have uh, research from tech giant Cisco forecasting that by 2020, it will take, and you won't be able to pull this one off, it would take the average consumer more than 5 million years to watch the amount of video that will cross the global internet to all networks, all platforms, mobile, tablet, wearables, whatever else is on the horizon. So, uh, and anyway, you're, of course, a fan, even an addict, perhaps, of video. So I guess this tidal wave of interest... Maybe not the five million years to watch it all, but definitely <laughs> is some good news for you as well over at uh, Higher Ground. It is. I, I mean, you know, with that much video content, it does make it seem like it will be a bit saturated and you will have to 
to highly target uh, where your video is going and who's watching it. But I love it. I mean, yeah, definitely at higher ground. One of the main things that we focus on for, for brands is video. And that's what we're, I mean, day in and day out, people are asking for more and more video. Well, that's that's true, and that's what the point is. So we, the people, you know, consumers, we want video content, and we are consuming it increasingly on our mobile devices. As I said, that's not even counting other screens, you know, the connected car, right. wearables, the, the smartwatch, you know, you, you name it. And so it's really important at this point in time, and I'm sure you experience this also with your clients, that companies understand how to give consumers what they want, which is compelling content, that really works and engages on mobile. And an extremely successful company and at, at the forefront of this trend, and I would say a pioneer, is the weather company. It's an IBM business. And understanding the shift in how people will want to access and experience, in their case, breaking news about weather and related topics, it has launched two hit shows for mobile and made the effort and, more importantly, the investment to deliver a really amazing experience on video. Yeah, you know, and the effort you're talking about has certainly paid off. The weather company has just wrapped up its quarter, uh, the best quarter ever, with 1.1 billion views across all platforms. Uh, so we are really excited to have Greg Gilderman, senior executive producer at the weather company, as our guest today to discuss the mobile video megatrend and offer advice to companies who want to deliver killer video content to engage their audiences and build their brand. Welcome, Greg. I'm not giving anyone any good advice. I'm just telling you right now <laughs> that I'm keeping all of my secrets until you give that hours figure, and it's strictly Weather Channel video, 5 billion hours go. or whatever it is. Spoken like a true supervillain. <laughs> no, that's – give us at least the tip of the iceberg here. Okay, so what's the question? I'm sorry. I was laughing at my own joke that I uh, – so much well, I forgot the question. Let's, let's start with a little bit of background about yourself, uh, You know, where your passion for video comes from. Yeah, absolutely. So I started in network television. I went to the Columbia Journalism School where I'm excited to uh, teach part-time when I can squeeze in a little bit you know, in the summer. Uh, you know, And I think like a lot of people, I got into network TV and you would just go to – even if you went to the best show, something like 60 Minutes if you love journalism, it could be 10 – you know, years before you actually got to have any real editorial effect on uh, on the programming, on what you were working on. You would just have to work your way up this ladder. And, uh, of course, you know, this was, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but you could see also that, you know, maybe there were some problems with the business and you'd hear about layoffs, you know, even if you were on kind of the entry-level uh, side of things. At the same time, I loved technology, working with cameras, you know, nonlinear editing, some of the cameras that came out back then, some of your old school video journalists might remember those Sony PD-150s and PD-170s. You'd actually have really high quality video from camcorders. So I left network TV to start the first digital video unit for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Then I was – What year was that? Uh, that was 07. Hmm. And that was really exciting. It was sort of within a more traditional news organization, of course. But we got a lot of cool things going there. And uh, I was offered a job in New York with this crazy startup that was called Read This, Skip That. I was employee number three. And that – before launch, our brilliant editor-in-chief, Tina Brown, decided to call it The Daily Beast. So I was the first – launched the video unit for The Daily Beast. And oh, that that's was really, cool. Yeah, 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 it was really exciting. And actually, if you remember, that was in October of 
08. So I didn't spend a lot of time in the newspaper business, but uh, which you think this election is crazy. That election was really crazy. That was Barack Obama, you know, uh, uh, running uh, at the time. So it was a great time to get started in the news business, even though, um, you know, the financial crisis was starting to unfold. So that was a digital first organization. And I I spent a good amount of time there. And then uh, uh, three and a half years ago came to the Weather Channel. And and I mean I have to say it's it's really interesting to have one show, but now you've launched a second show. So tell me about your your lineup there, especially for for listeners who might not know about it or maybe overseas, because uh, these aren't these are shows at specific times, but also a very specific sort of look and feel to them. You know, very very dramatic for one thing. Yes, yes, and it, you know it kind of ties back to something you guys were saying about the volume of video and uh, you know how we think a lot about. Yes, there's a lot of video, but how can we, if video becomes a commodity, if every, you know, everyone's doing it the same way, how do we distinguish ourselves? Mm-hmm. So we obviously have a really big audience. We're very fortunate, knock on wood. You know, some days our app has a bigger audience than Twitter or ESPN. So we have a ton of video content, but we thought, you know, and there's a lot of technological, tactical stuff that we do with our video in terms of how long they are and how we tell stories uh, that's really kind of data and analytically driven. But, you know, our guts told us that people still like to connect to a human being, even in a mobile-first world. So what if we took the insights we had around video consumption, but we added some really cool people who authentically really care about this subject matter? Is that going to resonate with people? So we brought in Al Roker to be the first host of The Lift, which is our morning show, which appears in your app every morning at 6 a.m., which will have three big weather stories and uh, then three kind of science weather related, you know, maybe one fun viral video, a package of six videos every morning at six. His co-host was Dominica Davis, who is fantastic and, and was on the Today Show. You know, younger than Al, but they were a great duo. Al, who's always doing a billion things, is now often doing something else after he helped us successfully launch that, uh, launch the lift. So the lift is still going with Dominica. And in a couple of months ago, we launched a show called The Ari Effect in the afternoons. And this is really interesting, too, because as you guys know, mobile video, it's not like desktop where people just kind of turn on their computers at work and you get a bump at nine in the morning, local time. People are in their app all day and we even get a bump in the evening around 9 p.m. Eastern. So Ari's show is targeted at folks who are looking later in the day or are maybe on the uh, West Coast looking during the day, uh, around 4 p.m. Eastern. So Ari is a really talented atmospheric scientist slash meteorologist. So he brings his really geeky, nerdy perspective on everything. So we kind of let him spread his wings, again, within the confines of what we've learned about digital video, which is, you know, don't have, you know, a a 40-minute interview with someone or a cooking segment or something like that that looks like morning TV. So he's, uh, he's doing great in the afternoons. Okay, well, he's he's actually really rocking it, and you make that point about, you know, it's about giving people what they want in video, it's about compelling content, expertise, a little bit of entertainment, so 
On that note, we have to go away for a break right now, Greg, but when we get back, let's talk a little bit more about what makes for compelling content, not going into your secret sauce, of course, and maybe also (laughs) looking into, yeah, right. I'll give it all away. It's fine. To your audience, it's no problem. (laughs) And uh, and also some audience uh, ideas here, some stats, some insights. You know, what do people really want when they're looking in the vertical format? So uh, don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. It's uh, Greg Gilderman today, Senior Executive Producer at The Weather Company. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And we have Greg Gilderman from The Weather Company. And right before the break, Greg, you were talking about basically, you know, what makes for great video. And you've got some great hosts, some great shows. But we've got now to pick up with the content, you know. What is it your audience is telling you and how you're matching that with your content? So maybe just start off with a little bit of the insights, maybe even some of the surprises about your audience. Sure. Well, they what we found interesting early on was uh, uh, looking in Omniture, which is a tool most most digital news organizations have. So this was a few years ago, and we would look at something called completion rate, and we would think a lot about when people were leaving videos. And we figured out pretty quickly that as long as you're talking less than ninety seconds, uh, you really don't. Uh, it's not so much length; it's how visually compelling the video is and what kind of story you're telling. Uh, so we we invested in a digital news desk to acquire 
the most stunning footage you can find that's that's available and they have a budget uh, because as you guys i'm sure know there are many footage houses competing you know getting great user-generated content so this is much different than what television does uh, because so many people out there are just whipping their phones out and capturing amazing moments so our first major lesson was a person and a map might go great on local tv because i don't know you've been watching that guy for 20 or 30 years and he may be awesome and connected to the community and people know him but when someone's got their phone out and they don't have the sound up in addition to having someone who's a great personality, you got to start that video with something really stunning. You know, don't just talk about there's a, the tornado. Let's see the footage of the semi-truck flipping over on the highway three times. So we begin all of our videos, even if they're just very simple feature videos, with the most stunning footage we can find. You know, not the stock mm -hmm. photography, but the really amazing footage. Then in terms of storytelling, we did something that's probably – I actually don't know anyone who's done this other than us we thought about the writing of the scripts and even the text videos um in the style that you know we do a lot of and you see now this news and aj plus also do uh, especially on social and we invested in a writing team and some of these folks were veteran news writers from broadcast television so in addition to the very young folks we have on our digital team we had a couple of folks who were you know in a couple cases over 70 who had written for radio who had been in the associated mm -hmm. press who were used to writing 15 second breaking news updates you know just taking really complicated information and with really short sentences mm -hmm. crafting a short story and we could measure how well those videos were doing. And we started to find that that completion rate, you know, if maybe four out of ten people were finishing a video before we started really thinking about it. And we started adding footage, and that moved up to, you know, 60 or 70 percent. Once we started really thinking about, well, you can have suspense, and you can take a narrative turn, and you can do all these things in 30, 40 seconds, we started getting up into the 80s and 90s. You know, people watching the video twice. Really, really... Uh, and by 80s instant. and 90s, you mean 80%, 90% of the video watched? No, 80 or 90% of the people finish the video of the views would come oh, okay. mm -hmm. so and of course just from a revenue standpoint if you have a one-to-one -one ad ratio you know that's two ads uh, almost you know you get yeah. one at the front and then if 80 percent of the people finish they're going to get a second Another one at the end absolutely at the end. not that we ever think about that stuff but no yeah. no but you know so have you just to to you know, bring you back in here because of all the work you do in video at your agency. I mean, we have a little bit of secret sauce here. Greg's telling us compelling images at the beginning, you know, get that, get that hurricane, get that semi rolling over, and also some great tight writing, some good copy editing, you know, the five W's. You're doing video all the time. Does this, is this what you're seeing as well, or is it, is it a different ingredient mix? It's a bit of that, and it's definitely something that will ensure, uh, you know, the sharing of your video, especially if it starts, you know, starts off strong and ends strong. Uh, but another thing that we also consult our clients is whether it's YouTube, Vimeo, or your own personal, you know, HTML5 player, that thumbnail is also very key. So a lot of these platforms will allow almost like a, a snapshot of a frame from the video, and we highly advise against that. You know, create something with big, bold letters, uh, you know, high contrast, colorful imagery. Uh, more often than not, 
somebody's face or you know something that people can relate to so that when it comes up in a search or it's on the sidebar that they are compelled to click into it once they've watched whatever it is they're already watching so there's a lot that goes into it but you know definitely it's that you know the beautiful book cover kind of sells the book uh, idea Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with that. And there are some great tools out there to if you have a really competitive talented person uh, whose responsibility that is. Taboola makes a terrific one for example, where you have a dashboard that shows what your click-through rate is for a particular story and you can A B even A B C or D test different mm-hmm. headlines for the same story. So we have a couple of folks during every shift who just sit there and obsess over that. You know, obviously accuracy is the most important thing, but within having an accurate headline, I mean, as you guys well know, you know, there are a million combinations of images and phrases. Mm-hmm. So if you really work that, you could take a a story that for whatever reason wasn't taking off and just, you know, maybe adding a word or two or moving from that auto-generated still, which, oh my goodness, that's a mistake because, you know, if the camera's panning, at the moment the still is uh, the the uh, software picks a still you'll just get a blur and get that face or something as you're saying well that's that's mm-hmm. the difference between failure and success you're talking about getting the right imagery together but also getting the right people together just curious you know because some people are really you know brands are just getting interested in, t- in video, just really testing out some ideas. And of course, that means good talent. So do you have any advice or thoughts about how you train, motivate, even get together the right teams to make this type of video? Yes. And I don't know, you know, there's a lot of disagreement about this, but I'll just share, you know, what my approach is. The idea, I think, through the late 90s and 2000s, and even, you know, maybe some folks still think this way, is that when it comes to anything that's not writing like article writing that you can hire jack of all trades like people who shoot edit write you know can kind of do all of these things and in my experience people tend to be better at one thing and enjoy doing one of those things more than others so someone who is a shooter editor you know, maybe their editing is a lot better and they find work much more satisfying if they can spend most of their time doing video editing so we have a sharper division of labor in some shops. And in hiring, we actually give a test for writers or people who want to edit copy. Or if uh, it's something where it's a little more subjective, we have them make a video sequence for us. So we really have something to hmm. look at. And in, in that process, you come to all these you know wonderful surprises like, wow, well, that person who doesn't really light up in a room in an interview is extremely talented. Or, you know, that person who is either just out of college or, you know, maybe is a little, uh, you know, maybe even uh, retired from another news organization. Boy, this, this person's a killer. You know, we got we to gotta get this person in our newsroom so So it's it's really a very eclectic mix and it really it really also says that you know for organizations getting into this if they say themselves well you know you have to have the skill set um you have to be a video editor etc you know it doesn't have to be that static it can be flexible it can be flowing you can just have great people who tell great stories and find a place for them Yes, though in their craft, they generally one. Th- I find that one thing. Uh, also, when you're trying, you know, you you, you also 
to a certain extent have to be in a volume business because what makes things take off is a little bit of a mystery. And of course, anyone in publishing or television or the music business would tell you the same thing. Like, we think we know what'll be a hit, but do we really know? We don't. If we really knew, then we would have three people here just make you know one thing a day. So <laughs> we uh, to really have a volume business, you kind of have to have a machine going with you know uh, people not working from home in a room, pitching ideas very early in the morning, thinking about what's happening in the news or what the funny viral videos are, and then having, okay, this group of people are awesome at finding the footage from people on social media or managing the budget around licensed footage, and these other folks are going to write scripts, and we're going to, then the talent's going to come in, or we're going to make a text video, and then we're going to all look at this at the end of the week and talk about what worked and what didn't, and you know, within that, maybe some things that didn't get a lot of views, but editorially we're really proud of and was important and we're going to keep doing. And other things that we thought were going to be viral and, well, guess what? Our audience doesn't like, you know, X. So, Well, this is a great time to get a break and also a good point because we want to get into some more of those things around, you know, some tips. Again, not giving it all away, Greg, but we want to come back <laughs> with, some, with some advice here. So don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And again, we have Greg Gilderman, Senior Executive Producer at The Weather Company. And it's been a fantastic show so far. Uh, what I do want to ask you about, though, before we head out, so it all seems very 
good and, and dandy. You know, everyone's getting into video. But what kinds of challenges do you have to cope with and conquer in order to, to deliver that compelling video content? Well, there are two challenges. One is the challenge any news organization has, which is you have a large group of people and a lot of deliverables, and uh, it's not the simple operation of, you know, five, ten years ago where you have a couple media, multimedia folks and maybe they make four videos a week and the video team's sort of over there and they're this other thing and no one mm -hmm. quite knows what to do with them. You know, you've got to really, you know, deliver and deliver a lot. And uh, so, A, there's the machine of making great video that people love and want to share and B it's a competitive marketplace I mean, you know there aren't just a couple of folks making great video now so you uh, particularly on social I mean there's a lot out there and how do we make the user understand oh this text over video segment I saw oh I, I know that that's from the Weather Channel or one of the verticals we've created, uh, Rockets Are Cool is our science vertical, for example, that they feel the uh, personality of the brand coming through and they like it in addition to the particular piece of content that they watched. So this is the section where we try and give some tips, but I think what's more interesting is from based on your experience, you know, some guiding principles here. So, you know, as you're approaching video, what are the things you need to keep top of mind about users, about data? So you're on a roll, Greg. I'll just let you start in. Give us give us three guiding principles. All right. Well, you just cut me off if I'm babbling too much. But I no, uh, look. I'll, no. I'll just speak from our point of view. Uh, number one is quality, and that means short form or long form. I never fail to find a reason to say we won an Emmy last year for a documentary we <laughs> co-produced with Telemundo. So we have a whole other long form operation. But in our short form, look what makes the New York Times something people uh, are so attached to and continue to grow in the digital space and popularity despite all of its you know baggage of being a legacy media organization versus. Some of the digital-only news organizations we could mention that have come and gone that, uh, you know, we're just thinking about SEO or, you know, the, the easiest way to get a cheap view. You know, quality, as more people are making video, I think you need to invest. And that comes all the way from the writing and the people who are thinking of ideas to the quality of the footage to, you know, the settings in the export to ensure that the HD experience is fantastic. So that's number okay. one. Number two, to an extent, it is a volume game because, as we were saying before, I don't know if I knew what the one thing I need to do that day to get 50 million video views was, we would just make one video. So you need to make enough that you can make some bets you know, within the editorial mission of your, of your organization if what you're thinking about is generating very, very large audiences, you know, getting tens of millions of views per video – and you know certainly having an average or a median view that's that's really respectable such that you know if you make 50 videos in a day or 15 you're still going to have a pretty good number even if you don't have an outlier hit and then the the last is to be data driven not to the exclusion of using your intuition, but there really are some amazing tools that, you know, I'm old enough to know when there weren't any of these tools in the news business or they were just being developed. You don't need to just go with your gut. You know, you can, you can see what people are clicking on. You can see at what point they're leaving the video. You can see what they do before and after they watch the video. You can see whether they shared it. And then being smart within the context of being data-driven. So if you see a bunch of negative comments on your Facebook video or the video on, you know, in your app or on your website, 
you know, you can balance that and say, okay, well, you know, 10 people said something mean here, but, you know, thousands of shares or now Facebook, all these positive, you know, likes and other positive reactions. So how upset should I be? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, understand which of these metrics you really should give priority to. So some of the, mm-hmm. you know, there are always going to be people making mean comments, but you can really see, wow, did people bounce out of this after three seconds because they were really upset at an image that we started with or, or even in the case that they did, hey, was this an important news story? People died. There's upsetting footage, and that's the kind of thing we do in our news organization. You know, taking that into account. So, you know, well, being data driven, but not just saying, "Hey, that got a ton of views. Let's do that again." I think that would be a mistake too. I think what would be a really good idea is to have you back again, Greg. Because <laughs> we've run out. Time. <laughs> We're run, we've run out of time. It has just flown by. So great tips, great ideas. How do people stay in touch with you if they want to follow you in social media or just connect and say, you know, that was fantastic and I want to talk more about it? How do they get you, Greg? Well, uh, I, um, I'm extremely boring on Twitter, but I am at Greg Gilderman, <laughs> G-R-E-G-G-I-L-D-E-R-M-A-N. So I'd love to hear from folks. And you can always uh, ping me through LinkedIn if you want to do that. Probably shouldn't give my email address out, right? That's probably a bad That's idea. Cool. Social world, and uh, now we're all intrigued. We have to see just how dull your Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> two, we're two all gonna. It's about the 76ers, the basketball team in Philadelphia. That's about there it. There you go. We're all gonna run there. Shahab, what about you? You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari, Z A R G A R I. You can also check out our portfolio at HigherGroundCreative.agency. And you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove.com. Yes, I gave it away there, Greg. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Peggy Ann. So thanks, everyone, again, for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence. You're inside track to everything you need to engage and reach your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.